0: ask that through our lives that you are nearer to us, that you guide us and lead us and strengthen us so that we may be your hands and feet to the world. So God, as we spend this time, we pray that you let the words of my mouth and the meditation of each heart here be pleasing in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. Amen. So that little young disciple time, I'm going to talk about that a little bit later in my sermon, because I thought that was great. That was great, because that shows, I'll talk a little bit about it now, but I will talk about it later, but that shows just God's love and grace for, for all of us, for our youngest disciples to our, 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 our seasoned disciples. So it's, it's just an honor, and it's such a great example for us to see as we talk about this series called Community and how each and every one of us build into this community that we call church, this community that we call Royce City First United Methodist Church. You remember we started this series two weeks ago and we talked about how it was important that we needed to show up I think there's a saying that I forgot to look up, but it was like 80% of all life battles is just showing up. You know, when you show up, you have an actual opportunity to do something. You know, when people complain about how things have gone wrong and everything, and then you ask, well, what did you do? I don't know. I was just staying at home and watching TV and complaining. You know, it's easy to do that. It's easy to stay on the sidelines and and not do anything, but... The call we have as followers of Christ is to show up. And we show up so that we can pursue God, pursue this amazing relationship that each and every one of us can take part in, to know a living Savior that came so that we may have life and have life abundantly. You know That's just amazing and just great news for all of us is that when we pursue God, when we look and see God's heart, then we come to what we're talking about today. We have the opportunity to join in. We have the opportunity to be a part of, of, of what God is doing around us, and sometimes it's easy to to pursue God and just let be uh, be passive, and, and to let life go by us, saying, "Yeah, we believe God, we 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 trust in His promises, but you know, I'm going to do it where I'm safe. I'm going to do it where I'm not going to be that much affected in my life, but." The fact of the matter is that God calls us to join in and be active in our faith. Our scripture for this morning comes from the book of Galatians, the sixth chapter, verses two and three. We'll have the words on the screen for you to follow where you can follow along in your own Bible. So hear the word of the Lord. Carry each other's burdens. And so you will fulfill the law of Christ. If anyone thinks that they are important when they aren't, they are fooling themselves. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. When we talk about joining in, there's a word that comes to mind that when we join in, it takes a matter of trust. When I was growing up, I always had older kids around me, you know, especially with an older brother. I had an older cousin, and and they all ran around with a whole bunch of friends and everything, and I wanted to join in, and I wanted to be a part of what they're doing. So, me being three years younger than my brother, two years younger, or a year younger than my cousin, and I would run and try to be a part of what they were doing. Now, part of the times that was okay, but most of the time I ended up being uh, either either shoved into a closet or uh, pushed into a ditch or left behind as the older kids were able to pedal a lot faster than I was on my bicycle, And so that caused me to not really have much trust in those around me. And I knew that if I tried to open myself up, if I tried to be a part of what the older kids were doing, I would be hurt, ridiculed, or left behind. So that started a pattern in my life where I just didn't want to trust anyone. Kids my own age, kids younger than me, family members. It it, it caused a pattern in my life that I started to go, well, you know, if I am not wanted or if I am not needed, I am just not going to join in. And I'll just live life on my own. And that still leaves scars even today where I want to try to get involved and I want to try to be a part of what's happening. But if somebody doesn't say something to me or if a joke is made at my expense or I realize that everybody left without me, those hauntings come back to my life. Maybe that happens to you, too. Maybe that has caused you to be a point where you don't want to trust anyone. Maybe there are past hurts or, or, or past uh, haunts that hold you back from allowing yourself to trust other people. But we also have to understand that part of the lack of trust may be that we are putting way too much importance or some unrealistic expectations on those that we want to be with. But it all comes back to this point that as we try to show up or as we try to be a part of community, we don't want to trust because we don't want to get hurt again. Now, if we look at Scripture, we see that Scripture talks a lot about trust. Talks definitely talks a lot about trust, about, about trusting God. You know, for example, you know, Proverbs 3, 5 reminds us to trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. Psalm 9, verse 10 says, And those who know your name put their trust in you. For you, O Lord, have not forsaken those who seek you. Psalm 37, 5 says, Commit your ways to the Lord, trust in him, and he will act. And then if we go to the Gospel of John, we hear these words from Jesus where he doesn't use the word trust, but you can tell that Jesus is talking about trusting in him when he says, do not let your heart be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. See, we have this this pattern, we have this encouragement that in all that we do, wherever we go, or or whatever may be going on in our lives, we have the opportunity to trust in God. But when it talks about this English word of trust, do we see that when it talks about trusting God? humans, or trusting those around us. And really, the Bible's kind of silent on that. We can see stories about how we don't trust people, going all the way back to the story of Cain and Abel. There there was a lack of trust there. Hear about David and Saul, and David and some of his sons, there was definite lack of trust there. Even go into the New Testament, and the book of Acts with Ananias and Sephora as they were trying to hold back their offerings from giving to the community. They probably didn't have much trust in the community, so they wanted to keep that for themselves. But I suggest to you that the Bible does talk a lot about trusting each other one of the biggest ways that we trust is from the great commandment to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength and to love your neighbor as yourself. I don't know any other way than to show trust to someone than by loving them. I don't know any other way to trust someone than by serving side by side. I don't know any other way to trust others than by sharing hospitality. You know, the gift of welcoming someone in to be a part of your life, to be a part of community. My friends, that is a way that we can show trust and build that trust with others. See, it comes down to the very first part of our Scripture this morning, where Paul reminds us that we carry each other's burdens. Now, Paul's saying those words is a reminder to us that we all carry in one way or another a heavy burden. When we hold that burden back and and we we fail to allow others to help carry that burden, or if we turn it around, if we fail to carry others' burdens, we fail to do the work of God. One of my favorite quotes in a book that I just recently read said this, That when you close your heart to people, you close your heart to God. When you close yourself off to people, you close yourself off to God. See, those are important words to remember that when we carry others' burdens, we are opening ourselves up to be with others. We are opening ourselves up to say, I am standing beside you. Because sometimes the most tangible form of God's love is the love that you receive from people who love God. The most tangible love that you can receive is the love that you receive from people that love God. So important that when people are trying to join in, that we take time to hear their stories. Because we all have a story to tell. We all have things that have happened in our lives. And these stories do several different things. First is that the story helps us to see that we may not be the only one dealing with a difficult issue we may not be we may be the we, not, we may not be the only one dealing with a struggle in our lives and when we share our story others who may have suffered as we have suffered others who may have gone through difficulties as we are going through can walk along beside us it's a way for us to encourage one another. Our stories are a way that we can help encourage one another. And when we share our story, it takes away fear. Now, you may have fear as you're starting to share your story with others because it's so deep and it's so personal. But when you have the opportunity to share and that fear turns to courage. That fear turns to this, this tangible way to saying, you know, I was able to conquer that. And I was able to move forward and grow in our lives. And most importantly, when we share our story as followers of Jesus Christ, we are again reminded. Of how God is working in our lives. How God is working out all things for good for those who love Him. Being storytellers is is how our lives are formed to be, isn't it? You know, we, we, we love to proclaim or share what's happening around us, we love to find ways that we can join in. So there may be a a way for you to do that. You may go, you know, I just don't know how to get plugged in. But, my friends, this is one of the things that I know for sure, that God has gifted each and every one of you with something to help make God's church stronger i firmly believe that you are here in the sanctuary right now because god has something that you are able to give to help build christ church now some of you have been here and a part of Roy city first united methodist church for a long time some of you were born as members of this church and some of you have served this church faithfully for years and years and i know i understand i can get it where you're looking at all the thing that's happening and you go i'm just tired i have given so much that i don't know if i can give much more but the good news is, is that it's not you that's doing it. It's the power of God working through you to allow the witness that God has given you specifically to share with others. I love our Wednesday Night Jam program. And we have some of our older members who have been faithful to the church that are a part of each and every Wednesday night They come, and they sit beside our first graders and our second graders, these kids that were down here. And, And they sit beside them, and they love them. And they tell them that Jesus loves them. And they support them, and they help them grow in their faith. That is a way that you can continue to use the gifts that God has given you to impact The church of the future. And there may be some of us that are in here that are going, I just showed up last week. How in the world can I make a difference in the church? And again, I say that God has gifted you to find a place to where you can use your gifts, either on Sunday morning or Wednesday or the food pantry or whatever. But God can use You to make a difference in our community. That's one of the reasons why we have our kids down here for Young Disciples' Time, because we want them to know that this church is for them. And while the Young Disciples' Time can get a little rowdy here and there, I can guarantee you that each and every one of those children will say that their church loves them, that their church values them, that their church wants them to be involved. A few weeks ago, we had one of our youth. Uh, His name is Teddy. He uh, is a... Well, he, he plays the trumpet in the band, but he's a pretty gifted uh, percussionist too. And our uh, drummer for the 830 service, Frank was out of town one week and we were trying to find a drummer to come and and fill in for that service. So uh, the praise team asked Teddy if he would come and play and he did an amazing job. He did just a, a, a fabulous job play. But, I, but I, I kind of pulled a trick on him and kind of got in trouble from Lori for doing this. We go back into the prayer room uh, before worship starts, and we, we pray over the service just like we we're doing uh, the beginning of the service with the choir. We, you know, we gather together and we pray. And I looked at Teddy and said, well, hey, Teddy, since you are a newbie here, we have a tradition in the praise team that the new person in the praise team has to pray over the service. But the praise team is like starting to chuckle and everything. But Teddy, he jumped right in. And it was one of the most amazing prayers I've heard before worship started. But see, that's what we do as a church. We invited him to join in. We invited him to take a part of that, to use the gift that God has given him so that he could be a part of worship, so that he could take an integral part and use what God has given him to bless the opening of our story. So my question for you, my friends, is first, how has God gifted you? What what gifts did you have that you could join in And share with others. And the second question is, how can you share your story? How can you share the story that God has placed in your life so others may be blessed? So that others may experience the love and grace of Jesus Christ in a tangible way. That way maybe they can say, you know what, I I deal with that too. I struggle with that. Or I have that joy. I have that concern. Thank you for sharing. So I feel a part of your community. My hope and my prayer is that as we continue to grow as disciples of Jesus Christ, we learn to share so that we can make a difference because Christ has made a difference in and through us. Let us pray. Dear God, we thank you. We thank you that you have given us a place to show up. We thank you for giving us a desire to pursue you and to pursue all that you mean to us. And God, we thank you for allowing us the opportunity just to join in to join in and share the good news that Christ is alive in us. And that we are ones in whom he dwells in the And that we live in his unshakable kingdom. And so God, we lift these things to you. In the strong name of the one who loves us, Jesus our Lord. Amen.